This week we begin reading an entire new volume in the Torah. Chumash Shemois, Parshas Shemois. When God described his identity to Moshe, Hashem said, Eheye Asher Eheye. I will be who I will be. I am who I am. Rabbi Yechon explains this to mean, Eheye, I will be God, La Asher, to those who accept, Eheye, I will be God. The Medrash, the Medrash explains that an individual can renounce his connection to God. But a community, on the other hand, the nation of Israel, God promises that the Jewish people will always exist at all times and in all places. So even if the Jewish community will stray, God will make sure sure to rule over them. This openly happened at the time of the exodus from Egypt. There were several sinners that didn't listen and were no fans of leaving Egypt. In the end, they remained and died in Egypt. God gave individuals a choice, but the Jewish people as a whole nation were freed from Egyptian slavery. This was all pertaining to the, redemp- to the redemption from Egypt. However, in regards to the future redemption, the Alter Rebbe says that every single Jew will do tshuva and no Jew will be left behind. Even sinners will be inspired and return to God. This is also, in fact, why we say in the Haggadah regarding the Russia, the wicked son, that if he was alive in the times of Egypt, he would be one of the sinners who, wouldn't, who would end up staying in Egypt. The question is, why are we speaking negatively to the wicked son? What's the benefit at the Seder to address the Russia this way. Here, the Rebbe shows us a unique Hasidic perspective. The message to the wicked son is not a negative one, but only a positive one. That only in Egypt, he would not be redeemed. Only there, during Egyptian exile, but in our current exile, and in the future redemption he would surely be redeemed. Why? Because after the giving of the Torah, Hashem gave every single Jew the ability to tap into that was given on Har Sinai. And this personal godly connection will inspire him to return to God in the future redemption. But one can ask, it is known that the Jewish people are called the children of Hashem. If so, how is it that not all Jews were delivered out of Egypt? How is it possible that some of God's children remained in Egypt? The answer can be understood by explaining a unique law about Shuvah. The law is, that the power of the day of Yom Kippur can forgive a person on all types of wrongdoings that he has committed during the year. If, however, someone sinned on the day of Yom Kippur itself, the law is that Yom Kippur cannot forgive for sins committed on Yom Kippur. Why is this? Since this sin is a violation of Yom Kippur itself, the day of Yom Kippur is now considered to have contributed to the sin. 
meaning a part of this Yom Kippur is now involved in sin. And therefore, if the day is also connected to sin, how can that day be also connected to repentance? This is, in fact, why regarding the redemption from Egypt, there were some Jews who were able to say that they don't want to join the Exodus. How is it possible? Because the relationship between God and the Jewish people was reflective of a parent-to-child-like relationship. God shared his love with the Jewish people, but some of his children, unfortunately, chose to negate that love. The God contribution of love towards his children was being denied. Similar to someone who sins a Yom Kippur itself. Just like one can deny the day of Yom Kippur as a day of atonement, there were Jews who chose to deny the exodus from Egypt. This all explains why some Jews were able to choose not to leave Egypt. But why is it that the future redemption will include all type Jews? The answer is because at the giving of the Torah, something unique and different happened. The key word is that God chose us, not in the parent-child type relationship, but much deeper. There was another layer added to the relationship between Jew and God. After the giving of the Torah, we became servants to God. Instead of being servants to servants like in Egypt, we, we, we became servants to the master and creator of the world. But one may ask, what, what is the positive message of becoming a servant to God? Wouldn't the deepest relationship be likened to a parent-child relationship? To answer this, we must examine the goal and purpose of our relationship with Hashem. The goal here is to become completely one with God in the deepest way possible. Like the flame of a candle being consumed by a fire. The candle becomes the identity of the fire itself. The goal of the giving of the Torah is for us to become united with God in the deepest way possible. After the giving of the Torah, our relationship with God was from the level of Pchira, the deepest characteristic in a person. When one chooses something because of a reason, it is the reason that is motivating the closeness and attachment to that object. The bond between person and object is not absolute. But when one chooses something that's purely coming from Chira, which means two equal objects that have no distinction and reason to choose one over the other. Then, when you choose that object, it's purely because there's a deep intrinsic connection deeper than reason. Therefore, the object and the person are now connected in the deepest way possible. This is why you will find that someone can even choose something that may even be against his nature. This is the difference between a relationship with God as a servant or as a child. In the parent-child relationship, the parent loves the child because of a compelling reason. The child is from the parents. But when God chose us on Har Sinai to be the chosen nation and for us to be his servants, it was God's choice beyond reason. The possibility for God and the Jewish people to bond in the deepest way was revealed. And now we can reciprocate that depth back to God by being his servants and following in the teachings of Torah. Practically speaking, 
when someone is a child of Hashem, the way one goes about following Torah is because of a distinct reason. We are the children of God and we want to follow in His ways. But if we, if we obey the Torah, because we are His servants, which means that it's not because of any compelling reason, but only because God chose us, then our bond with God is on the deepest level like a candle being consumed by a fire greater than it. With this explanation, we can now understand our original question. The reason why some Jews were able to deny the exodus from Egypt was because the level of connection was at like a child-parent relationship. A person still can choose to deny that bond. But if we say that the bond between God and the Jewish people is so interconnected because it comes from the very essence of God, and at the giving of the Torah, that essence was shared with us and became part of our essence, then there's no way for a Jew to ever want to deny that bond. The very essence of God became the very essence of the Jewish people. The candle became the fire, and the fire became the identity of the candle. This is why we say that in the final redemption, no Jew will be left behind.